come have a seat in the Scald Circle and hear the tale of The Voice of Death, as told by Menogen. Before we begin our tale, did you know that we release new stories for free every week on Wednesdays? Be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Podbean, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out when we release free bonus stories other days of the week. Never forget, visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current happenings, and also to visit our story archive, sorted by origin and region. Now then, this begins the tale of The Voice of Death. Once upon a time, there lived a man whose one wish and prayer was to get rich. Day and night he thought about nothing else, and at last his prayers were granted. And he became very wealthy. Now, being so rich and having so much to lose, he felt that it would be a terrible thing to die and leave all his possessions behind. So he made up his mind to set out in search of a land where there was no death. He got ready for his journey, took leave of his wife, and started. Whenever he came to a new country, the first question that he asked was whether the people died in that land, and when he heard that they did, he set out again on his quest. At last, he reached a country where he was told that the people did not even know the meaning of the word death. Our traveler was delighted when he heard this and said, But surely there are great numbers of people in your land if no one dies. No, they replied, there are not great numbers, for you see from time to time a voice is heard calling first one and then another. And whoever hears that voice gets up and goes away and never comes back. And do they see the person who calls to them, he asked, or do they only hear his voice? They both see and hear him, was the answer. Well, the man was amazed when he heard that the people were stupid enough to follow the voice, though they knew that if they went, when it called them, they would never return. And he went back to his own home and got all his possessions together, and taking his wife and family, he set out resolved to go and live in that country where the people did not die, but where instead they heard a voice calling to them, which they followed into a land from which they never returned. For he had made up his own mind that when he or any of his family heard that voice, they would pay no heed to it, however loudly it called. After he had settled down in his new home, and had got everything in order about him, he warned his wife and family that, unless they want to die, they must on no account listen to a voice to which they might someday hear calling them. For some years, everything went well with them, and they lived happily in their new home. But one day, while they were all sitting together around the table, his wife suddenly started up, exclaiming in a loud voice, I'm coming, I'm coming! And she began to look round the room for her fur coat. But her husband jumped up and, taking firm hold of her by the hand, held her fast and reproached her, saying, Don't you remember what I told you? Stay where you are unless you wish to die. Don't you hear that voice calling me? She answered. I am merely going to see why I am wanted. I shall come back directly. So she fought and struggled to get away from her husband and to go where the voice summoned. But he would not let her go, and he had all the doors of the house shuttered and bolted. When she saw what he had done, she said, Very well, dear husband. I shall do what you wish and remain where I am. 
So her husband believed that it was all right, and that she had thought better of it, and had got over her mad impulse to obey the voice. But a few minutes later, she made a sudden dash for one of the doors, opened it and darted out, followed by her husband. He caught her by her fur coat, and begged and implored her not to go, for if she did, she would certainly never return. She said nothing, but let her arms fall backwards, and suddenly, bending herself forward, she slipped out of the coat, leaving it in her husband's hands. He, the poor man, seemed turned to stone as he gazed after her, hurried away from him, and calling at the top of her voice as she ran, I am coming, I'm coming! When she was quite out of sight, her husband recovered his wits and went back into his house murmuring, If she is so foolish as to wish to die, I can't help it. I warned and implored her to pay no heed to that voice, however loudly it might call. Well, days and weeks and months and years passed, and nothing happened to disturb the peace of the household. But one day the man was at the barber's as usual being shaved. The shop was full of people, and his chin had just been covered with a lather of soap, when suddenly, starting up from the chair, he called out in a loud voice, I won't come, do you hear? I won't come. The barber and the other people in the shop listened to him with amazement. But again, looking towards the door, he exclaimed, I tell you, once and for all, I do not mean to come, so go away. And a few minutes later, he called out again, Go away, I tell you, or it will be the worse for you. You may call as much as you like, but you will never get me to come. And he got so angry that you might have thought that someone was actually standing in the door tormenting him. At last he jumped up and caught the razor out of the barber's hand, exclaiming, Give me the razor, and I'll teach him to let people alone for the future. He rushed out of the house as if he were running after someone, whom no one else saw. The barber, determined not to lose his razor, pursued after the man and they both continued running at full speed till they had got well out of town, when all of a sudden the man fell headfirst down a precipice, and was never seen again. So he too, like the others, had been forced against his will to follow the voice that called him. The barber, who went home whistling and congratulating himself on the escape he had made, described what had happened, and it was noised abroad in the country that the people who had gone away and had never returned had all fallen into that pit, for till then they had never known what had happened to those who had heard the voice and obeyed its call. But when crowds of people went out from the town to examine the ill-fated pit that had swallowed up such numbers, and yet it never seemed to be full, they could discover nothing. All that they could see was a vast plain that looked as if it had been there since the beginning of the world, and from that time the people of the country began to die like ordinary mortals all the world over. And that is the tale of The Voice of Death. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, please take a look at our Patreon page to learn how you can earn great rewards while also supporting us. We appreciate even the smallest of contributions, as they allow us to continue to release new stories every week for free on Wednesdays, and also provide you with bonus stories for your listening pleasure. Visit us at thescaldcircle.com to view our story archive, sorted by origin and region, and to stay up to date with all of our current developments. Once again, thank you for listening to our story.